0: Could Be Worse podcast. Sam and Cara share their friendship, ups and downs, relationships, business ventures, failures, successes, and everything in between. Positively showing and believing no matter how bad life can get, it always could be worse.
1: This episode, Cara talks about the highs and lows of her dancing career and how her experiences have shaped her life. Hello, Cara. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Really excited to talk to you today. How does it feel being on that side of the fence? Do you know what? I'm
0: just really nervous, because last time when we did this, it was me asking the questions, but this time I'm in the hot seat and I don't
1: actually like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can say I definitely like this side better. (laughs) I bet you do. (laughs) So, guys, today we are going to talk about Cara the Dancer. And okay. um, if you don't know, Kara's has had a dancing career, and she does teach dance. And um, but that's all I really know about it. So I'm gonna hear all about it with you guys today. And um, we're just gonna run through some questions and see if we can find out some more about Kara's dancing career. So we'll start off, Kara, if you don't mind, just a little introduction about yourself, just a general introduction. You know, I think this is probably the most difficult question. It's like, how do I answer this? So I tell you
0: my age? <laughs> um, I'm 46 at the time of this recording. Um, I do have two beautiful children. They're not children anymore. They're actually adults. Um, If I was going to talk about my profession, I don't really know what I would say. Because, you know, when you fill out uh, the form and it says occupation, I never actually know what
1: to write. What am I? (laughs) Who am I? Who am I? What do I do? I do lots of different things. So, actually, that was my next question for you, um, because I have known you for 11 years and you've had several different professions. Um, so I was going to ask you what your job title is, but you said you don't know. I don't know. I really <laughs> she don't. She doesn't know. I don't know. So you have a lot of different professions.
0: I do. I do. I mean, you, I, I'm a dressmaker. A lot of people know me as a dressmaker, which okay. I've been for years. Personal trainer, fitness instructor. Dance teacher. I'm now a Tropic skincare ambassador as well, so there's lots of things that I do. Lots of
1: different things. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll leave, we'll leave you with she doesn't know what her profession is, <laughs> and she's lots of different things. <laughs> um, you said you were a dance teacher as one of your professions. Yes. What type of dance is it that you teach?
0: I teach Latin American. Um, I am qualified as a Borum teacher also, a Borum professional. In, but in my competitive career, I specialised in Latin nearer to the end. So that's what I did. And if you are not sure what Latin American is, if you've ever watched Strictly, it's the dances like the cha-cha, the samba, rumba, jive and pasodoble. Those are the ones that I specialise
1: in. Oh, I think Latin is my the dances that i really enjoy watching on strictly i can
0: see you doing
1: that <laughs> <laughs> love, love a bit of salsa and the rumba that, yeah i've um I, i'm a bit of a strictly fan myself is that your guilty pleasure it is <laughs> definitely and Bill and my partner billy's really, really really? <laughs> <How did laughs> we really that? get into it together oh you didn't know that I have no, i've never put it to you billy actually wants you to teach him to dance That'd oh, really? Be, yeah, that would oh, be interesting. Okay. But I said just when we get married, you can teach us our wedding dance. Ah, <laughs> I'll do that. Because we're both left-footed, so that would be, be a challenge a bit for of you a challenge, in itself. Yes. <laughs> and also, so you, that's what you teach, but how did you start dancing? How did it all start for you? Okay, so my
0: grandparents had a dancing school and also my mum did and basically i don't remember not ever being able to dance and if you speak to my mum she basically said that it was a lot easier and cheaper to put me in a dance class than to get babysitters because she was working so hard and i literally just went straight into classes and my mum my mum was the person that taught me how to dance and i Believe I did my very first competition at the grand old age of three. Wow,
1: three years old, you were competing yes, in dance. I was, that's amazing. Mm. So, you were basically born into the dance world. I was, yeah. Um, so it was made, it was sort of just destined. That's yeah, what you I, were,
0: I didn't know anything else.
1: You didn't know any different. No, that was I that's didn't,
0: just what it was. It's what it was. I absolutely loved it. It was the thing that I thought I was supposed to do. Um, Yeah, and it wasn't, you know, you'd say at that sort of age, it was a hobby, even at a very young age, it was never a hobby, it was, this is a career, this is your career option, this is how it's going to be, and for those of you that think, oh, you must have had pushy parents to do it, no, I wanted to do it, it was my
1: absolute passion as a child. Well, it sounds like it's in (laughs) your family's blood, from what you're saying, so it sounds like it was just a natural route for you to talk, and obviously you were there in a dance school set up to just just do well really um so you don't talk to me much about your dance career um as a competitor but I know you did quite well I've seen little Facebook posts of you with trophies and up in the competition so from that I know (laughs) I know you must have done quite well in your dance career um what did you actually achieve it's funny because I sit here squirming
0: in my seat now (laughs) as you're asking me I know it's something I don't really talk about much and you know, people that know me and know my background like say, why did you never talk about it? And I think it came to a head with myself is when I was making dresses and I would have a younger generation coming into me. And they would ask me, oh, did you ever dance? And it kind of stirred and I thought I need to actually tell people what I actually have done. So... From a very young age, I, well, I actually competed internationally from the age of eight years old, so... Wow. <laughs> and, in, yeah, internationally, did international competitions, travelled abroad at a very young age, and became the British champion um, under 12, so when... The British
1: champion? Yeah. Wow. See, I don't know any did of you. Did you <laughs> No, I did didn't you know you were British champion, Carla. Well, it was actually
0: Open British champion. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, um... When I was a juvenile, because that's the juvenile um, section. Okay. And then you go into the juniors, which is under 16s, and became Open British champion. Champion of
1: that as well. Of course she yeah. did. I
0: mean, that, <laughs> so it's up in Blackpool. Everybody talks about Blackpool with dancing. Yes. It, Winter Gardens. Oh, no, that was actually at the Tower Ballroom, you know, when they oh, do... Oh, yeah, when the, they
1: do the Strictly... Yeah, yep.
0: that's where the Open British was then when I was a child. It's now moved to the Winter Gardens. Okay. Um, yeah, so I did that... Up until my that was my junior, junior career. Um travelled, did the world, Europeans, all lots of things like that when I was and then went into the youth, which is under 21s. Um and my partner and I won the under-twenty-ones when I just it was the week of my 17th birthday, so I was quite young to do that. So yeah, so my young career was very, very successful. Very
1: successful. <laughs> That's it amazing. was. It
0: was. And I moved to London when I was sixteen years old to train because wow. my dad was driving me up and down because I came from Bournemouth, Bournemouth area. So he was driving me up and down every night to London. <laughs> Opportunity came up, and at sixteen years old, up I up and left home and lived on my own. Not on my own, but we I flat shared up in
1: London which wow I, that must have been an amazing experience I know but I
0: can't even imagine my girl I wouldn't imagine my girls ever doing that or wanting them to do that but I was I don't know just so driven this was my career driven is a word that comes gonna do. comes
1: with you I think what one thing I've known from knowing you for so long is that you're driven yeah and I think that's uh, something we share and that's why we our friendship has developed the way it has, yeah, it has definitely. we're both very very driven people um I'm amazed that's that I've never heard all those achievements before, and not I've spoken been, about this. Before. No, you've never spoken to me about it, and I've asked you as well, and you're a very closed book about it. I don't know you why. Sort of said, it's funny, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's funny because you know I remember asking you, and all I sort of got was, "Oh yeah, I did used to compete." <laughs> and that was it. And that was sort of it. So <laughs> it was just left at that. So. That's, I, I don't know why you don't talk about that. I'd be bragging about that, left, right and centre. <laughs> um, but that brings me on to my next question. Yeah. So we know how well you done, which was amazingly. You basically were a champion in every division that you went and competed in, which is amazing. Um, but I also know you had a bit of a blip at some yes. point in your career. Um, we have spoken about it briefly. Mm. Um, that caused you to have some issues with your weight and food do you yes. want to tell us all because I think it would be really cool for people listening yeah. what happened
0: um okay so my partner and I um like I said we did very well um but we've grown up together and you can imagine two kids growing up together and we started getting a bit of a conflict between us you know getting on e- on each other's nerves and whatever but in my head I never thought anything of it it was just we were going to get through it I and mean, when I say partner we were
1: never boyfriend and girlfriend we were dance partners yeah which I, I just want to touch on that because mm. that's this, that, to someone who's not a dancer that bond that you see between dancers. yes automatically as per man watching yeah. you think Oh, they're going to end up getting married because they're so connected. Well, some people do because yeah. they spend twenty four hours a day together, and some people
0: do do that. But for me, I've never been in a relationship with one of my partners. Oh, okay. Um, but we just have you have a do have a very strong bond because you are wanting the same thing. You're on the same team and you are heading for the same direction and the same goals, basically. Yeah. But as young adults, as we were, we started. I don't know, drift just drifting apart, sort of kind of thing, and um, he dumped me. <laughs> that sounds awful. No, it sounds awful. But no, the thing was, he he decided that he didn't want to dance with me anymore, and he actually went and danced with one of my 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 friends at the time, which was quite devastating. I was going to say, how
1: how 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 did that
0: feel to you? Yeah, I was devastated to be honest. Yeah. absolutely devastated. Um, and. All of a sudden, my life, was it felt like it was empty. I was living in London, and I wasn't dancing because I didn't have a partner. And at that time, if you think about it, there wasn't any internet. That's how old I am. There wasn't internet. (laughs) So advertising for new partners was literally by fax or on the telephone. telephone. And the the phone just wasn't ringing for me to have a partner. And I just didn't know what to do with myself. So, basically, I found alcohol, partying, and food (laughs) Um, instead. So, I had about three months out, and I really kind of, like, enjoyed myself, but I was also very depressed at the same time. Yeah. I've been used to being able to eat what I wanted up until that age, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, the weight started coming on, because I wasn't training, Yeah, and I was just free living yeah exactly so um all of a sudden i had a few stone on me that i didn't have before and then i did get another partner um and i had a couple of partners after that because i couldn't find the right one that i wanted um but then my unhealthy relationship with food actually then started because I was doing really, really stupid
1: things to try and lose weight. Because I didn't have the knowledge. And do you think, did you feel pressure from the dancing world? Because when you look at dancers, they're all absolutely stunning. They're all slim. They're amazing figures. So being a bit overweight and in the dancing world, did you feel the pressure of that? Oh
0: my God, yeah. And then you've got your teachers. You know, they were amazing teachers, but sometimes you need more of a coach rather than a teacher yeah. um to guide you in the right way um as i try and do with the kids that i teach now as in fitness nutrition everything of that kind of yeah ilk, i mean it's really. okay for
1: someone to say to a young person you know you need to lose weight but it's no good if you're not showing them a healthy way of doing that and guiding them how to do that. Because as a young person, you're going to try and do that as quickly as you possibly can, right? And that's... Exactly. And I had, uh, you know, I'd be dancing at a competition. I'd have my teacher,
0: one of my teachers come up and say, you're looking fat in that dress. You need to get it off. And as an 18-year-old girl, it was devastating. So... I mean, this is another podcast that we will talk about at another time, but it's all about how and what I did myself to try and lose weight at that time and how I wish back then I knew now what I do actually know to tell that 18 year old 19
1: year old girl what to do and how to do it but instead what you do you missed out on that opportunity no one done that for you mm. but it's amazing because you've what you've learned from that is what you want to pass on to the people that you teach yeah so absolutely your students are now benefiting from that downfall to towards yeah. you and your are suffering as such through yeah. your dancing you know through gaining weight and trying yeah. to get fit and healthy it's actually turned into something amazing because now you're able to teach other people how to maintain a nice, healthy yeah. relationship with food and a nice body in a nice, healthy
0: And the thing way. is, these dancers, even more so today than back in my day, they are athletes. Mm. You know it's like the, the the strain that is put on the body from what they have to go through and endure in the competitions and the training they're athletes so and you can't not eat you can't yeah. cut out carbohydrates you can't you know there's all these things i mean you can't do but like i said that's a whole new that's another that's a whole another whole podcast yeah, a whole new
1: okay podcast. so we don't delve into that and spoil no. our ne- one of our next podcasts that we have lined up and um, we'll move on to our next question um and it is. If you turned professional when you were just nineteen, why didn't you continue competing? Okay, so I
0: turned pro when I was nineteen, and that was to dance with the amazing um, guy
1: that is Graham Oswick. And you won't Oh, I've seen him on Facebook. Oh, I've seen. Have you seen yeah, him, I've yeah. seen because he he put up that amazing photo. Yeah. Of you two. And I was like, oh my god, that must have been one of her dance
0: partners. Yeah, so Graham, I mean, if anyone's listening who's in the dance industry obviously will know who Graham is. And he So is, he's a big name in the dance world. He's a world. massive okay. name in the dance world. Um and I danced with Graham. He came out of retirement to dance with me, which was incredible. Um and we had a really, really great professional career. We did really well. Um and it was I'm trying to I think trying to figure out how long it was, it must be about 18 months, two years, something like that. We did really well. We were the UK clothes champions, professional champions. Um, and we came second by Rule 11, which dancers will understand what it is, <laughs> in the um, Open British Rising Star um, competition, which for me was absolutely gutting because it would have been nice to finish on a win. But he sat me down one day and he was like, this needs to stop. He said, you want to have a family, don't you? And that was like, and he, because he knew me so well, he's known me since I was a child. Okay. And always been super close with him, Um, even like growing up. And, you know, we were traveling the world together and he just knew I wasn't happy. And I'd not long um met Larry, the girl's dad. And I just had it in my head that I wanted to have babies. And I thought, if I continue competing, I'm not going to be able to have, children until I'm probably nearly 40 and I wanted to be a young mum and having a family to me was like one of the most important things and Graham knew that and he basically sat me down and said we need to stop we need to stop yeah and that's that's what happened and all on great terms so much so he is one of my girl's godfathers so you know he's we're still really really close now and yeah he's and uh, do you
1: thank him for that
0: I do, I do. I thank him for giving me the opportunity to finish off my career
1: with him by a competitive career with him. On a high? Yeah, definitely. And do you think you would have taken that decision yourself without his prompting? Or do you think you would have just carried on because that's what you thought? You... I probably would have carried on longer, but he wouldn't have allowed me to. He wouldn't have allowed no, to? No, he knows me too well. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing that you had that relationship with him and that mm. you're, um, it came to an end in such a nice yes it did in a nice way because you know being dumped by your dance partner (laughs) if it (laughs) ended then that wouldn't have been nice would it so that's really nice um but so i we sort of talked about that as my next question if if you regret retiring so young but i guess you don't because
0: no i don't regret retiring so young because obviously i've got my my girls and i you know i would never change that and they are like the light of my life um the only thing I possibly do regret, although you shouldn't regret anything in life, is I don't believe that I became as good a dancer as I know I could have come become. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I, I could have been a
1: much better dancer if I had. Account- I was only I was like twenty-one. So I, I, I don't know all the, you know, all the competitions But from what you've just told me, it sounds like you were top of your game. Is that could you have developed? Is there h- yeah, higher no, there than was being higher. champion? Or we.
0: Yeah, we were, I, we were in the top 24 of the world. I don't know where we were ranked because I'm terrible. It's like if I'm not number one, I don't bother looking. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds really bad. But we. You That's ha- the dancer in we here. have You have the rounds, like you have your final, which is normally your top six, semi final, which is your 12, and then your quarterfinal, which is your 24. We were in, we made the top 24. But I
1: I can't remember, Graham might remember, but I don't remember where, where exactly we were in that. But 24. even with that, you being in the top 24 dancers in the world, are we? Yeah. Yeah. You still feel like you could have done better? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I, do you know what I did when I was 10 years old? And this is another thing I tell my kids to do that I teach you need to set your goals out, your short term, mid term, long term goals. And I, 10 years all old goals. I had actually set out what my career was going to be wow. and I knew exactly where I was going to be when I was going to do it and what age I was going to do it life doesn't always happen how you plan I it know. as we
1: know because <laughs> yeah, mine
0: certainly didn't um but yeah I had
1: the, I had it all set out how so you're it saying that you, had, you set your goals out and you didn't achieve them all no okay so that puts it into a bit more perspective i'm standing there like what's she talking about she's told me she's champion this champion that she's top 24 dancers and yet she's saying she hasn't achieved no what she wanted to. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we need to know that just from hearing what you've achieved was amazing Thank you. Absolutely amazing. And as you said, you retired for a good reason to start a family. Yes. So it all happened. Everything happens for a reason, De- yeah, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah. I, I, I am a true believer of that. Um, and you still, you know, you're still dabbling your dancing. You, you said you teach. Do you mind telling us a bit about where and who you teach at the moment? Yeah. Well, not I... at the moment because of the yeah. situation, but ignoring the current situation, yeah. where, where do you teach and who do you teach?
0: Okay, so... um. Uh, trying to try explain this really quickly um, I was doing a lot of dressmaking and I was dressmaking for a huge school called Dance Crazy in Wales oh okay and uh, Joanne Crane who runs a school she um, basically said to me one day I wish you could come and teach for us because I was travelling backwards and forwards every now and again just to do dress fittings and she obviously remembered me from competing and she made a joke one day I wish you could come and teach for us and I said well I can if you want So basically, I used to go every two weeks, then it built up, and then it eventually was like every week, and I go there for like two days. So I go to what I believe is one of the, or the best dance school in the UK, which is Dance Crazy, and the children they have in that school, the talent is unbelievable, and they have the top kids in the, like under 16 under, and over 16 now because obviously they were growing up but they have like the the top kids in the in the UK
1: in that school in that school and yes you, there you are teaching them and
0: I I'm, I'm
1: I feel privileged that I'm able to actually teach them that's amazing yeah. that is actually amazing so what sort of age do you teach all different ages or do you yeah. is there an age group you specify in mm, at the youngest I think she's seven yeah, I
0: think she's seven, just, yeah, turned seven now. And I teach up to, i
1: trying to think, well, the older, oldest I teach at the moment, probably about 19. Okay, so it's quite a big age range yeah. of children. mm that's really cool. Um, I've never. I've, I'm going to have to come along and watch you teach dance. I'm gonna ha- I've just got to do it. I've just. I can't. I haven't ever seen you teaching dance or even dancing. So, as a, as your friend, I think I feel I need to experience. You have to come with, to, yeah.
0: like a, a road, road trip. Talk, yeah, I'll come, come to a road, road. trip to Wales.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. So this leads me to my final question: Why are you so passionate about fitness and dance? Because
0: of what I went through myself. Because what I went through myself and the issues that I had, and now I've sort of my head out and I'm absolutely fine with that side of things. Um, also, being a dressmaker, I would see girls come in absolutely stressing about their bodies and having to being told that they need to stop eating because they need to lose a bit of weight, and I'm not going to eat carbohydrates. I'm not, all that kind of thing, stop. and I, it just drives drives me insane. And the knowledge that I've got now. I just want to be able to pass that on, basically, and I'm very, very passionate about fitness and dance because it comes hand
1: in hand. Yeah, which is Definitely. I think is it. It is quite a modern concept. Yeah. Because I think people are becoming a lot more aware about how important nutrition is for fitness. Yeah, I mean, you. It sort of goes hand in hand, doesn't yeah. it? Well, if you're an athlete.
0: You wouldn't, if you were like a hundred meter like hundred meter sprinter, you wouldn't just run up and down the track. They don't. No. They do strength training and they do, uh, I don't know what training they do, but I know they do lots, of different, <laughs> lots of different training. Or like, say for instance, a swimmer doesn't just swim up and down a pool. Yeah. They'll be in the gym. They'll be doing, and also it's mind coaching as well. I'm yeah. really, I'm really passionate about mind coaching, which again, my kids will tell you that I do go on about <laughs> the psychology of it
1: all. Um because I think it's so, it's so important as well. And it's you know, you know it's nice to hear because um I can't remember the name of this the program I watched but I watched this American dance program and um it's what every, it's what you imagine dance schools to be like, you know, it's really brutal, it's really brutal, the teachers are really rude to the children, there's no regard for their feelings, there's no, you know, there's like, oh you're, you know, there's just no, I watch it and I'm like, oh my god, those children are going to be mentally scarred for life, so it's really refreshing to hear that this whole new era and you're bringing a a fresh light. Yeah, I mean, you do have, the kids do
0: need to be hard, not kids, but you know, also the adults as well. They've got to be tough. They've got to be hard. And I think another reason why I probably didn't continue as well, because I personally, you know me, (laughs) I haven't got thick skin and (laughs) (laughs) and I think that's. Sensitive
1: flower, delicate flower, (laughs) Um,
0: and I think that's another reason, probably why I didn't continue so much because it it's like any industry. It could be modelling, dancing, yeah, it's um, the stage sort of thing.
1: It's it's very
0: cutthroat. Yeah, I mean, there's some amazing, amazing people, amazing personalities, but there's some shockers as well.
1: Yeah. But um,
0: that's, that's, the in, that's the type
1: of ind- any industry any walk of life you're going to. Compare. And when you're all trying to compete to get to the top, it gets a bit brutal. <laughs> exactly, and it's
0: not the first person to pass the post. It is you're being judged. Yeah, that's the difference. You know, if you were going to be the first one pass on like
1: across the line, and that's it. You you know you're you're the winner, which I think is great. You know, that's that's a great positive experience if you are naturally brilliant mm. and you sail through all these competitions you're winning and all you're getting is the amazing praise but if you're one of these kids and you know that's your passion you still have the same dream as the girl that's winning yeah but you're not quite achieving it and all you're getting told is oh you need to do better you need to yeah. do this you need to achieve more that must be quite hard yeah to deal with and um, so yeah it's great that you your teachers are there to support the kids as well yeah yeah it's a brilliant school So, do you have anything else you would like, that's the end of my questions, do you have anything else you'd like to add to this conversation? No, I think we've kind of covered it all. I yeah, think I, it's been amazing. It's been great hearing about your dance career, even though I've asked before and I, think <laughs> I didn't get these answers. <laughs> so we need any I want to know something, I'm going to put on a podcast to get yeah, to school the beans. Put me in the hot seat. <laughs> okay, how did you feel doing that? Because you were quite nervous. I'm still shaking. Now, you're still shaking. Because <laughs> I don't talk about it very often. So yeah, I'm a little bit shaking. Well, shaky. thank you so much for sharing that, you're and um, I hope all you guys listening really enjoys hearing a bit more about Cara and her dancing career. Um, we're going to leave that here um but we will be back with another podcast very soon